Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And today we are joined by Charlie Condu. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello. Now, I did. I have already explained to you that my son is also called Charlie, so that's why the house is covered with bits of paper with Charlie written on, not because I'm some sort of weird stalker. Yeah, although that would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> make some sort of, you know, lots of pictures everywhere with my name on it. Well, I put those all in the loft. Love so it. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Charlie, you're an actor, you're a writer, you're a husband, a dad, and patron. I'm amazing. Amazing. <laughs> You've, you're every woman, it's all in you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, in 2012, you were named Man of the Year by Attitude magazine. I know, isn't that nice? Yeah, oh. it's weird though that like, you're not Man of the Year after that. Though. That, was know, that was 2012. That was yeah, the yeah. end. It was really funny because that came just at a point where I, I, I'd spent the day, the day of the awards, I'd spent all day with my daughter at school baking cupcakes and wearing matching flowery aprons and I sort of felt a little bit like I'm glad I've got man of the year because I was starting to question my masculinity just just a little bit what had you actually done in 2012 to to get man of the year I have no idea I don't know why that year I think it was probably because I was back on Coronation Street Um, my column in the Guardian was going where I was talking about being a gay parent um and I, I think it was sort of those things that they thought of Attitude magazine, you know, gay magazine, quite forward thinking. They thought, yeah, this is somebody that embodies our sort of, you know, yeah, um, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, so they, they gave me a nice shiny prize. Did you get a goodie bag? I got a really nice goodie bag. Yeah, I can't remember what was in it because I got so unbelievably drunk. Good. I was sat at a table... Um, with a bunch of friends, actually, and it was people like Catelyn Moran and um, Claire Balding and a whole bunch of people um, that I knew who were all very funny, and we just proceeded to get absolutely hammered. <laughs> and I remember Catelyn, uh, those of you that know Catelyn will know that she's quite, um, she's quite outspoken. And she yeah, got us yeah. all talking about our first ever wanks. Um, so that was <laughs> that was kind of the tone of the, the tone of the conversation to begin with. Yeah, you want to talk to Claire Balding about her first wank? It's quite, <laughs> quite a story. Um, so yeah, by the time I got up to collect my award, I was I was 
long gone. Um, but yes, it was a lovely night. And funnily enough, I was at the Attitude Awards last night. So um, once oh. again, I'm hungover. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I've written a song to start the podcast. Oh, yes. How, yeah. how unusual. I know, how you. unlike You've written me. a song. She yeah. quite often does this. I'm going to apologise now, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen likes to write theme tunes sometimes okay. for the guests. Not all the time, so you're very honoured. Right, OK, um, lovely. Or, or possibly not after you've heard the theme tune. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's okay. find out. Like a Dennis Waterman thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sort if of. he was Australian and couldn't sing. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. So, so um, all, all our podcasts obviously start with Tell Us About Your Family, so I thought I'd start that off. Oh, nice. Yeah, right. so... It's time to chat about family. Good. Tell yeah. us condu, condu, condu. Ah! And later chat about Corrie. <laughs> tell us condu, tell us now. Okay. Oh, oh that was, Yeah, get yourself on X Factor next year. <coughs> That's a dream. No, Britain's Got Talent, actually. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, one. Yeah, lilting. Yeah, the other one. That was yeah. lilting. Yeah. Anyway, Charlie, tell us about your family. <laughs> well, I don't have to sing the answer, do I? No. <laughs> Great. Um, I've got two children who are, my daughter's six, my son's three, um, and I co-parent with myself and my husband Cameron, and we had them with a straight female friend of ours, Catherine, who was single, and that biological clock was ticking, and Mm. she wanted to be a mum and hadn't met anyone, and I'd always wanted to be a dad, and I just assumed, obviously, that... You know, I I just have a baby with a female friend of mine because that's what they do, and who wouldn't want to do that with a gay man? Isn't that every yeah, woman's that's, dream? That's the dream. Yeah. That's the ideal, yeah. right? I'm going to grow up. I'm going to meet a gay man and not yeah. fall in love and have children with him. Yeah, but yeah. never have to sleep with him. That exactly is exactly yeah, that. Yeah. Not not even get sex. Yeah, I'm sure the majority of women would would like that. That was their dream, and that yeah. was her dream. I imagine. Mm. I think um, you'd be sarcastic, but I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that's what we did, um, and we we went. You know, we went down the IVF route um, oh you didn't do the basic because we had Dr Greg on the podcast previously oh, right. who's also had a baby with a female friend and they yeah. and he's a doctor so yeah they got they got the syringe and you, do you know, know what? DIY. We, did, we tried for did a little you? while we tried all the turkey based not an actual turkey baster because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen how big those things yeah. are I'm fertile but really not <laughs> There wasn't that much um, to go in a turkey baster. But anyway, we gave that a shot. It didn't work for a whole number of reasons. And then we thought, well, okay, let's go and do it properly and mm. see a doctor. And and there were a number of sort of medical reasons that, that which is why it wasn't, it wasn't working that way. Um, so yeah, so we, um, see, so we went and did IVF. Yeah. Now we have two of the little bastards. Oh, oh my there goodness. you go. But that's good. So it worked so well with the first one. You thought, let's have another. Well, spin. they were they were well. Basically, we'd frozen um, an embryo, wow. so waste not, want not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we got one in the freezer. We might as well, well chuck it back always, up there and see what happens. It's um, always good to cook a well, double quantity so. of anything. I think so. And we, it, was, it was such a long kind of process, the IVF thing, and and also quite an embarrassing um, thing. Hello. Staring uh, yeah, at me, your, yes. your little baby. <laughs> we should say, uh, Joe is, baby Joe is also joining us for the podcast. There yes, he is. There he is. <laughs> he's a, I think he's drunk, but um, <laughs> but no. We, I, there was a. <laughs> I remember going for. Is this oversharing? Yeah, this is probably this oversharing. Is, this is what this podcast. This is what this is. Yeah, yeah but this is we kind of thing the Daily that. Mail will pick up on. Yeah. Um, I I remember going to do when we were in Harley Street. We went to do the IVF and um, and uh, we'd had all the tests and everything. And they said to me, "Okay, well." Here's a plastic container, and if you wouldn't mind going off and giving us some of your sample, bless yeah. you. Um, and uh, and so I went upstairs uh, to the room, which was essentially just a toilet with a, an armchair in it and a little side table with some 
dogged copies of Penthouse. Oh, in, lovely. Which, frankly, mm. were never going to help. <laughs> Let's face it. Uh, not for me. Um, although I did then start to think about all the other men that had been in the room that day doing what I was about to do, and that kind of helped. Um, so, <laughs> but I, as I went into this room, uh, there were two women sitting outside who were waiting for their scan. And they clocked me, and obviously I was on Coronation Street at the time, and I saw them recognise me and sort of nudge each oh, other, sure. like, oh my God, look, it's that bloke from Coronation Street. And they knew exactly what I was going into this room to do. They knew what You were going into the wank cave. I was going into the wank cave. <laughs> and, and I went in, and it was absolutely mortifying, because I could hear them outside oh, giggling oh, sh- while I was trying to <laughs> yeah. do my oh, thing. That's right. Took me longer than it does normally, it's fair oh, to say. Wow. Um, Nothing sexier than someone laughing at you. That's... While you're trying to knock one out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens to me a lot, to be fair. <laughs> but not normally from outside the room. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was IVF. Oh, <laughs> that was my Lord. experience of IVF. Wow, that sounds great. And then how have you found co-parenting? Has it been kind of... Because I, I, I read your column in The Guardian, yeah. uh, which I loved, and um, yeah, you because you you had quite a lot of plans in place. Like you talked about every eventuality mm, with mm. Catherine, didn't you? Before you you had the yeah, case. we talked loads and loads, possibly too much. Although I think being a parent is something that everyone should talk about. You mm. should, everyone should discuss this stuff because so many people and people I know have got pregnant by accident or you know had sex with somebody that they just met and then six months later she'll say I'm pregnant. I know people that have done this and mm. it's it's not the ideal way of of getting into parenthood and while I'm not suggesting that co-parenting is the ideal way at least Catherine and I and Cameron by the time we got to that point knew that we were all exactly on the same page we knew what we were getting into we knew what we wanted we knew that morally we were in the same place we knew that politically with a small p we were all very similar um we talked about what would happen if one of us moved to Australia because it's always Australia for some reason I don't know why (laughs) Why do you think that somebody's going to move to Australia? Because who moves to Australia? Well, apart from maybe Australia. Not me. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but we know what we will do if one of us moves to Australia. That's good. Um, but what anyway, so we, well, um, never see the children again. Right. Okay. Yeah. Was no, my yeah, solution. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's um. So yeah, we did. We just discussed it all and. I'm not saying that it works for everyone, but for us, it works really well. Mm. It works really, really well. The kids live between two houses. Um, me and Cam have them two to Catherine has them Monday and Tuesday. We have them Wednesday and Thursday, and then we alternate the weekends. But we live so close together anyway that we um, we see each other all the time. Mm. I mean, you know, we go around for dinner, or Catherine will come to us for bath time sometimes. The kids' bath time, obviously, not when Cam and I go bath. <laughs> Um, just for birthdays just sometimes yeah exactly yeah. she can't oh, come on in you get um, and uh, yeah it, it works really well it's, it's really good. nice and the kids are really happy and well adjusted I think <laughs> he says they're great yeah they're fine they're fine but I think I think it's really important yeah for any parent to kind of think about it because yeah. I think it, like even my husband and I were together for 10 11 years before we had mm. kids and we just naturally assumed we'd think the same because you know, mm-hmm. and then you throw a kid into the mix into a relationship, mm-hmm. and it's difficult. You didn't realise you had those feelings or what you actually wanted the kid. But I think I think that's really really important, and and just to have those sort of I guess not plans but ideals set in place is yeah. really important because it yeah it pushes you to your absolute limits as a human being, and it's good to have yeah, and it's as it's as great to have those ideas, and 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 we did plan for everything, but also while it's really important to get those things down and to know how you. And react you have to be completely open to the fact that when a new human comes into your life everything goes out the window and yeah. so you have to be adaptable you mm. have to 
you have to kind of be fluid, I suppose, and mm. go go with with whatever comes your way. Mm. But I think as long as you try and look at what works best for the kids and try and go, well, actually, in this situation, what's going to work best for them? Or what do we think is going to work best for them? Because, you know, I realise every day that you never know the answer to mm. any of these questions. Mm. I'm going through it at the moment. My little boy's three and a half and we're taking him to nursery and every day he's getting upset and saying, Daddy, I don't want to go and leave me. And of course, I feel like the worst parent in the world, even <laughs> yeah. though his teachers are saying, the minute you walk out the door, he's completely fine and mm. painting and whatever. Yeah. But you just think, am I, am I, you know, am I fucking him up for life? Or, you know, what? what's the right thing to do? Should I be leaving him? And you never know the answer to any of these questions. And mm. I'm sure that I'll make my yes, own... Charlie, to all yes. of that. Yes. To all of it. Yeah. Yes, you are messing... Listen, yes. as long as my kids can afford their own therapy when yeah. they're older, yeah, I've done my it. job as far that's as I'm concerned. That's why you're at work. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I think, like you said, like... I don't again. I don't think it's specific to gay parents. Everybody has like an idea mm. of what having a baby is going to be like, and I don't know anyone, gay or straight, who's had the baby and gone, "Well, it's exactly as I thought yeah. it would be." And it's really easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But actually, and that's in a way that's one of the things that I, the, the reasons that I wanted my column in the Guardian, which was talking about our family setup. One was because I wanted to show that gay people can be parents too, and mm. your sexuality shouldn't be any kind of obstacle. But two was that actually I wanted to show that regardless of your sexuality parenting is parenting and it's just as mundane for gay people as it is for straight people and you know when I'm doing homework with Georgia or or, you know I don't know putting hell on the timeout step or whatever it is that I'm doing the last thing I'm thinking about is who I want to have sex with yeah. I don't think anybody thinks about that kind of stuff when you're with your children that's what you're doing you're parenting yeah. and, and so, I haven't thought about sex know. for about four years Charlie no 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 <laughs> and you never will again no, no. and no. that's one of the things I've learned I'm having it sewn up yeah uh, <laughs> You know, you've been an actor for many years. Has that helped you? Has that helped you being a parent? Do you think? Because there's there's times where you do have to fake emotions, or you have to. (laughs) I just lie to my kids all the time, pretend that I'm having a great time while dying inside. Yeah, best day of my life. Do you know what? I don't think being an actor has made any difference, but I do think being an older parent has Mm. helped. I mean, there is no denying that I had more energy when I was young, and if I'd done it younger, then I certainly wouldn't have felt like I was having a stroke after <laughs> 10 How minutes of can tag. We, can we 42. Ask? 42? He don't look a day over, does he? No. He look a day no. over. No. 40. No, I'm, yeah, 41-ish. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 42, and Cameron's 51 as well, and Catherine's 48. They're all really fucking old. But actually, I think that comes with a, a whole load of really positive things mm. um, we're a lot more laid back we don't tend to go I don't know maybe it's a personality thing as well none of us are particularly neurotic we don't get freaked out about things we're all quite calm um, we're basically amazing parents yeah that, this, is, this that's is what I'm what getting I'm realising yes. yes. <laughs> one of the great things about our situation is having the kids only half of the week mm. which is something that a lot of people do divorce families and whatever but mm. it's great I never none of us ever get to the point where we go Jesus fucking Christ these kids are driving me insane I wish I could just get a break what's you that know? like yeah. it's lovely it's amazing because and it really is because yeah. when the kids are here I'm totally focused on them because I love spending time with them I've got the energy, I've got the time, I've got the inclination, and I'm not thinking, oh, I've just, I'm done, just give me a break, I just mm. need to, because we get a break, we get a break, you know, Catherine's on holiday at the moment, she went to New York for a week to see some friends, and we've taken the kids for a week, mm. 
and th- and that's really great. It's something yeah. that's really useful. Um, so you know, while I'm sure we're we're fucking them up in plenty of ways that we don't know about yet, that's something that's really good. Yeah. Have you have you ever thought of co-parenting, perhaps with people who've already got children that would be happy for their children to come and just stay with you for a few days? A you week? mean like babysitting? Well, yeah. Co-parenting. <laughs> co-parenting. Yeah. yeah, nice try, but Ellie, I'm not Ellie taking your children home okay, with me. I just think I could stick them in an Uber. <laughs> Monday yeah. to Tuesday, Amazing. you can have them. Yeah, that's yeah. quite good. Isn't that what grandparents are for? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, we've got that as well. I'm really looking for a seven-day wraparound. That's right, just okay. A, yeah, you don't want to but... be a parent at all, do you? <laughs> of course I do. I I'll take them back you. when they're 18. Yeah. Yes, I love you future children listening to this when you're 18 and hating me. But you probably hate me anyway, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, so um, your column was called... Uh, what was it called, The Column in the Garden? It was called it, it was the, called the Three of Us. The Three of Us. Yeah. yeah and I went back, because I did used to read it, and I went back and read a few the other day, and I read the last one, and I really like that, because in it you said, um, I'm going to stop writing this column, because I've realised that now the issues I'm dealing with are just parenting issues. Like, it's, yeah. it's not specific to being gay. Yeah, um, and I realised that as I went along. I don't, th- I don't think I set out to do that Actually, I mean, look, at, with hindsight, I always think, yes, that's what I wanted to do. But I think it was something that I discovered as I was writing. I remember writing one of my last columns about potty training and I thought, God, I don't even want to read this. Nobody's going to want to read about me potty training my daughter. Who gives a shit? You know, really. It's like that. Not your daughter. That was the problem. Not, well, exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah. And I think it came to a really lovely natural end. You mm. went on your first holiday to Centre Parks, Ellie. <gasps> Do you like the Do you like the parks, Charlie? Your parks fan. We had a really nice time in Centre Parks, but I think my kids were too young. Do yeah. you like it there? I'm planning a trip there at the moment. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I, if I would live there if I could, Charlie. I would. I would actually would live there. Would you? Those cabins. It. We had a cabin. Yeah. It was lovely. Very Scandinavian. Yeah, the bikes. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like being in Scandinavia, except it's full of British people. That's so, right. Yeah, lovely woodland paths, and then someone going, "Darren, you left a bottle opener in the car." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. For my holiday. So you set up out with the family, Charlie. Can you tell us about that? It, we set it up just because it's. You know, I live in a very, um, you know, metropolitan, cosmopolitan, lovely, trendy, Islington-y place where having, you know, gay parents really, it's almost like you have to if you live where I am. Mm. Do you know Nigel Slater? 
I don't actually, oh. but, but he lives near us somewhere. Um, and Yotam Otolenghi and his partner have just had kids oh. as well. It's, it's, it's all the rage. I've got friends who go into the butcher that Nigel Slater goes to in the hope of bumping into him and sort of get thrown out after an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, just hanging around looking yeah. at the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um So, I mean, but for some people, they are quite literally the only gays in the village. Mm. And having families... Um, can be incredibly isolating if you're on your own. So we set up out with the family for two reasons, really. One was because we wanted to put on, you know, days at the zoo or taking people to Legoland or whatever, and we do these big events for hundreds of people. Um, And one was for the kids to meet other kids and and to to know that they're in the majority for once, actually. They're not the odd ones out, and there are loads of families, and and they're all same-sex families. Um, But the other was... The other reason was for the parents to to kind of, I don't want to say networking because it's not like that, but it's more of a kind of social support system Mm. really to meet other people in your situation and kind of, you know, that was Mm. why we set it up. And it's doing really well, actually. Mm. Um, it's, It's all going very well. We put on about five events a year at the moment. The website... I think is outwiththefamily.co.uk so just have a look and it says you know sign up for the newsletter and it just it talks about when our next events are and what we are and what we do and all that kind of stuff oh fantastic good yeah I try not to do I I try not to put my name to loads of charities just Mm. as a kind of yeah I'll be a oh like that Diana Spencer she was just doing all over she was spread herself too thin I mean it's nice that you know I I get asked to be an ambassador which basically means can you tweet every now and again and that's fine but being a patron basically you're like fuck guide dogs not interested yeah not interested yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I googled you obviously great I do that every day yeah (laughs) no it's amazing Um, so you you would have found out too that you were married recently I I found out all sorts of things when I've looked at myself oh amazing apparently I used to date Will Young. Did you? Oh, Apparently oh. so, yeah. I read oh, that a while that ago on Wikipedia. Nice. Which is interesting because we've actually only met a couple of times and I'm fairly certain we just met. Um, you didn't but, bone? But, no, no, no not, boning. not that I can remember, but oh. you know, according to Wikipedia. So um, it must be true. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. So yeah, he was, he was you saying, got married. I is did that get right? married. To yeah, Will that Young is true. <laughs> to, to Christopher Biggins. Um, <laughs> no, I got married to Cameron um, and. It was really nice, actually, because we got married exactly 10 years to the day from our first date. Um, and uh, and that was that was really nice. You'd had uh, some dates in between, presumably. Yeah, we yeah. had four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was lovely. It was just the way we wanted to do it. So yeah. it was a nice wedding. Oh, well, lovely. So we've done family chat, Ellie. I think we have, Helen. Would you like to introduce the next section? All right, let's go on to the next bit. All right, we're going to move swiftly into oh. career oh. chat. Lovely. Career chat, career oh. chat. So you've been in Pie in the Sky. This is for the listener at home. Uh, the bill. The listener. <laughs> just one. It's my mum. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you've been in Pie in the Sky, The Bill, Gimme, 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 Peak Practice, The Armstrong and Miller Show, Holby City, Casualty, and you starred as Renoir in The Impressionist. I did, yeah. It was really good fun, actually. We did this um, mini-series about the Impressionist painters. In France? We went over to France. Nice. Yeah, we filmed some of it over in Givigny at Monet's She's house. impressed by that because she's Australian. <laughs> you could just go on a boat, love. You'd be there in four hours. It's really close. It's not that interesting. But yes, we did. Foreign. Yeah. It's exciting. Just we... like here with more cheese. <laughs> 
And most recently, we saw you just the other night. We were watching the telly, and and there you were. And I said, "Oh, that man is coming to your house in two days, darling." Oh, what was my that? husband. I'm and the crushes. apocalypse. Oh, oh yeah, you mean the apocalypse? That's saying a, a, a priest. I am. Yeah, I was going to say sexy priest, and I was I was less sexy, more more sort of slimy um, <laughs> priest. But I was all my scenes were with Rob Lowe, who was yeah. very oh. definitely a sexy priest. Jeez, Louise! Um, I know, right? It was a oh. bit of a childhood. Fantasy of, or crush it? of mine. He oh, was no, anyway. He so was working with him. Really? Was, oh, so yeah. were you nervous meeting him? Were you a bit? Or you no, just you're a pro. Really cool. So we did. Have, <laughs> yeah, we did end up having quite a funny conversation about spunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had a line in one of the scenes where he had to say to the, a woman who was playing a nun, a young a young sister. Um, oh, I like that, Sister Celine. You've got spunk. Um, and he said something like that. And I said to him when we were doing the scene, I said to him, does spunk mean the same thing in America that it means here? And yeah. he went, yes, it's, you know, like vim and vigor. <laughs> and I said, yeah, and also cum. And he went, oh, no. Oh, really? Yeah, so then we had... and then, Well, cum, as in to arrive? What no, are you talking no, about? No, he knew what I meant then. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, we couldn't get through the scene. Uh, because every time he got to that line, he was thinking, you're full of spunk. Um, which just, yeah, it took us a long time. But he was, he was very, very funny and very lovely. And, um, and everything that I wanted him to be, uh, apart from dressed. Uh, uh, yeah. And now, and then, of course, we've got to talk about Coronation Street. Yes. Oh um, wow! And, and you played and a guy called Marcus Dent. Is that I right? Did. Yes. Marcus Dent. See, look at the internet He's a research. Little bit bent. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it? A, you played a midwife. Was that yeah. was that good use when going into birth? I never actually delivered a baby, but I did do a lot of research on it. And so, when we were going for the scans mm. for um for 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 both the kids I was uh, right there with the oh how big is the new mm. cool fold and oh. all that guy. I knew all my you stuff you know you knew your lingo um, they must have loved the midwives <laughs> yeah they were like oh, but I played a midwife yes, I, I can exactly. identify with what you're going through somebody came up to me on the tube station once um, I, was, I, I was standing and waiting for a train it's, that wasn't just hanging around the tube stations <laughs> hoping to see Will somewhere. Young yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nigel Slater why won't you Anyhow. call <laughs> And uh, this woman came up and she recognised me and she went, hello. And I went, I went, hello. And she went, I know you. And I went, oh, yeah, okay. And she went, you're not really a midwife, are you? And I went, no, I'm not. And she went, oh. so what do you do? It's <laughs> <laughs> like... You've been in a show, so I'm going to be a dork. Yeah. With Kathy Burke. Yeah. Who I adore. Yeah, so, she's all right. She's <laughs> She's all right. I saw her in the street the other day. She's my son's godmother, actually. I so did I not see know that. Sorry, I didn't know that. Is that, that... not on Wikipedia? No. God damn it. Somebody's not doing their job. You should um, update the page after that. <laughs> if you would, yeah. I love Kath, because she's so uncompromising. And if she's not in the mood to talk to you, she just won't fucking talk to you. And she walked past. I was having a coffee. Uh, and I went, oh, there's Kath. And I, I ran out, and I shouted to her. And she physically, she walked by, and she, she physically, you can't see me, because we're on the broadcast, but she went, oh. Like, this kind of a, who the fuck is shouting at me now? And she turned around and saw it was me, and I really laughed. I said, I said, you look so pissed off that somebody just called you. And she said, oh, I'm just fucking tired. <laughs> and I thought, fair enough, because people shout at her all the time oh, in the street, because she's a bit of a national treasure. Oh, she and is. And people are always saying to her, you know, oh, I love you. And yeah. she thinks, oh, Fuck off. <laughs> Leave me alone. You don't know me. Yeah. You don't love me. Have you ever, are there anyone, is there anyone you met where you've been sort of starstruck? I mean, I know we talked about Rob Lowe, but yeah, have you met any of the other heroes? 
I was when I was a teenager. I was a very, very big Nena Cherry fan. Oh, <laughs> Massive. She was like for me the ultimate. And again, she's actually a friend of mine now. But when I met her, I think I met her for the first time. I was about eighteen, and. I I was so rude to her because I was just really nervous. Yeah. And she came over and was like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. We have mutual friends. She was like, oh, I've heard all about you. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. And just like, you like really j- not... J- yeah, like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, and I just wouldn't talk to her and I kept. she kept coming over and I kept just walking away. Oh, my God. It was, it was so unlike me and so rude, but I just oh, couldn't... I was... Charlie. I was terrified. I was like, what if she hates me? But yeah, she was... She, I think she's probably the only person that, that made me nervous when I met Met them. You were very relaxed when you met us, which we were I was really, we were <laughs> externally, so internally I was um, so what are you working on at the moment? What's your latest project? My Guardian column. I don't know if we've talked about the fact that I had a he column in the, in the Guardian. Guardian. In the Guardian? Yeah. Oh, I um, love the Guardian. I, yeah, the Guardian newspaper in England. Um, I, uh, I thought you meant approach. the Lewisham and Catford Guardian. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. also good. Um, and I'll write a column for them if they want. Uh, I, Get I in <laughs> I, uh, I got approached by a production company to um, to make it into a comedy series. So because my life is hilarious, obviously. Yeah. So I'm developing that at the moment. I'm also working on a book. I'm doing a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm sort yeah. of focusing on writing a bit more. And obviously my selfless charity work that I oh, yes. do. You don't all sleep, do you? I don't sleep. Yeah. All the patronising that I do. Um, so yeah, that at the mm. moment, really. Is there, a, is there a dream role or a dream show that you'd love to be in? No, not anymore. I used to. I, I You know, I was one of those actors that really wanted to play Hamlet and do all of that mm. stuff. But that died a long Tenet's time done ago. Tenant's done it. Tenant's done it now and he did Bucket. it so well. Yeah. And Cumberbatch is doing it. And, Bucket, you know, yeah. I just, just, you know, I'd, I'd embarrass them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll let them I, have their time. I'll let them have their moment. Good. Um, no, I want jobs now that keep me in London and pay me really well. You want to get on that meerkat advert. That's what you want. I really do. <laughs> Take it from me. Yeah. If you need any more career advice, uh, <laughs> I'll compare that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very absolutely. good. Lovely. Well, that's career chat, I think. In a, in a, what would you say? Yeah, in a nutshell, we've cracked that nut. Cracked yeah. it. We've cracked Great. it. Right. Um, can I just, can I pull up my yes, um, let me... game? Is it, are, they complicated, <laughs> are they complicated rules? No, no, Because it's not. been a long, long night. I, I can't, I, no, no. I've not slept much. And okay. if I have to, there's no adding, is there? What you're about to learn, Charlie, is that yeah. Helen's definition of game oh. is quite loose. It can yeah. simply be a five-minute exercise based around one joke. Okay, like that. okay. All right. It can be pun-based or just something she's plucked out of her little no Australian mats. head. Mm, no. Oh, no. But there is a surprise, because oh. I have created a theme tune for this game. Of course you have. That's not a surprise. <laughs> that is not a surprise. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a treat. It's a... Uh, Game about Charlie, it's a game about Charles. Try to guess famous Charlies with these objects. <laughs> right? Do you, do you start with like a song and <laughs> yeah. then and then make your theme tune around that? Yeah, I thought, yeah. you know what, Charlie Condu's coming on the podcast. I have the I tiger. Need I have the tiger in there yeah. somehow. Do you want me to sing it again? No, we, thank you. Not really. Um, <laughs> so this game is guess the famous Charlie slash Charles right. with... A representative object. Okay. okay. Have you got a little bag of white powder in there by any chance? <laughs> oh, no. I spoiled it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. And there sorry. it is, a little bag of white. Peter Ellie, guess this famous Charlie with this object. You go for it's it. It's Charlie Sheen. Hooray! <laughs> and if you didn't get it, I, I put in some Sheen wash just as a... Oh, oh nice. Yeah. As, a, as a second clue. The next famous Charlie... 
Peanuts. Peanuts. Oh, oh Charlie Brown. Charles. Oh, I was going to say Charles, Charles Schultz. Schultz. You're both correct. Oh, oh, yeah. One point each. Now I'm going to put on the table a monkey followed by Ooh. a man. Is this a reference to the song Monkey Man? No. Right, okay. Well, then um, it's not Amy Winehouse, who isn't a Charlie. <laughs> or a man, or, or a I'm guess, trying to think of all the people that have covered Monkey Man over the years. A monkey. Look at the sequence. Ape. Ape man. Charles Darwin. Correct! Oh, good one. Excellent. That's a good one. Oh, I think you're even now. A luxury biscuit Ooh. and possibly a king. It is... Uh, Charles Prince Charles Prince because he sells luxury biscuits and he could be a king wow yeah, I think we should just move on yeah, yeah I think okay, okay. if right. you'd actually bought a douchey originals biscuit then we then... would have got that one yeah. would this have been better yes that yes, would have been a better picture a picture of Prince, of Prince Charles, Charles. <laughs> would have been more helpful right, okay, that would have been helpful see I thought I'd bring this just in case you guys couldn't do it alright fine 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 now you have to suspend this belief okay so I'm going to say this is a bird right. and <laughs> a dead bird <laughs> Did you just pick that off your drive today? No. Yeah. Right. It's a bird and a saxophone. Oh, oh Charlie Parker. Indeed. Oh, Excellent. God damn it. And for bonus points, a pair of sunglasses. Ray Charles. Done! Oh. oh. It's a game about Charlie. Oh, no. It's a game about Charlie. <laughs> Please stop singing that fucking theme tune. Right, you're welcome, everybody oh, listening. Oh, Charlie, okay. you're an expert on Charlies. I know, right? Who's yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of all those Charlies, which one are you named after? Do you know? I do know. <laughs> I'm named after the very first one, actually. Charlie Sheen? No, the clue. <laughs> Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, my parents were around in the 70s. Okay, well, we've come to the end of the podcast now. But before oh. before we go, we have to do our favourite section, which is Scummy Mummy Confessions. Oh. Yes. Well, the other night I went to a conference and I didn't eat any food and I drank all the free booze and then threw up on my shoes on the train. Hooray! Yay! Just a standard Tuesday night, really, isn't it? It was a Tuesday night! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a confession, actually. Yeah. But this is nobody from my kids' school will be listening to this, no. will they? So that's fine. Because I went to pick up my son yesterday from nursery. My daughter had art club, so she wasn't coming home. But I couldn't park when I got there. And um, and I thought, oh, shit, what am I going to do? So I thought I'd just double park and run in and grab him and pick him up and get back in the car. So I pulled up and I ran into the school. And just as I got to pick him up, um, his teacher said, oh, great, you're here. And it was parents' evening. And I completely no, forgot. No, and no. so she took me into her office to talk about, you know, how well he's doing at nursery and to talk about problems. And I was so desperate to get to my car so that I didn't get a ticket. I was like, well, that's all fantastic. Thank you so much. And, uh, and she kept trying to tell me. And I was like, no, no, that's fine. I'm sure he's doing all right. And I was out within about three minutes. So we've had uh, we've had an email from a listener. Exciting, yes. Hello. isn't it? Uh, hello, Bernadette. I think she's in Australia. Hello, Bernadette. Um, now, Bernadette says, I just discovered this awesome podcast and it feels like just the right time because I'm listening to it during my only alone time, i.e. the night my husband gets home from work an hour after baby bedtime. So how am I using this precious time? Am I reading about the difficult stage my 15-month-old seems to have encountered? Am I catching up on work since I recently lost a month's work in a computer computer glitch? Nope, I'm eating corn chips with creme fraiche for dinner and I just washed down an antibiotic with red wine. Hooray! Oh, did I mention I woke up with cystitis yesterday? Hooray! You just did, Bernadette, and thank you so much for sharing. Oh, Bernadette, well, I I hope it clears up soon. That's it. 
yeah. And good luck. Merlot is the new cranberry juice, you know. <laughs> I heard, I heard She's that. doing all the, all the right things. Well, I think that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. We've come to the end. Um, we have. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends. We're on Twitter, at Scummy Mummies and Facebook. Oh, well, thank you so much, Charlie Condi, for being such a fantastic guest on the podcast. You are very welcome. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm just going to get this wet wipe, which has already been used, and get this off the sofa because even though it's a sugar-free delight, it looks like shit on the sofa. That's why we got a leather sofa. This was originally white. This sofa. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much. Can't believe a man from Granada Street has cleaned my sofa. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dream. (laughs) Now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.